the college experience selection Sunday recap show on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use the promo code SGP when you sign up to turn $4 into $256. If the college basketball underdog of your choosing pulls off the almighty upset, that's code SGP to turn $4 into $256 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. We're also brought to you by Odds Crowd. Are you the best college hoops better in the country? Odds Crowd is challenging you to prove it with their free March Madness fantasy betting contest with over $8,000 in cash prizes. Download their app today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash odds. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash odds. We're also brought to you by PixWise. Follow the PixWise Capper Contest at PixWise.com for free picks and analysis throughout the tournament from the likes of John Rothstein, Rashad Phillips, Jeff Nadeau, and more. See which expert is trending hot as they battle it out for a winner-takes-all $10,000 prize over at PixWise.com. We're also brought to you by BetQL. BetQL is the home for the info you need to make yourself a smarter, better college basketball, FCS, college football, NHL, NBA. They got you covered. Just go to BetQL.com promo code SGP 30. That's BetQL.com promo code SGP 30 for 30% off. We're also brought to you by better than Vegas. Yes. Better than Vegas is the home for the avid sports better, providing insight analysis and free betting picks. Better than Vegas. It's like YouTube for sports betting. Make sure you subscribe to our page so you don't miss any of our picks. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. We're also brought to you by Better Edge. Better Edge is your home for no vig betting. That's right. No vig betting that's legal in 40 different states. Sign up at betteredge.com. Promo code SGP for a free $10 bet. That's Better Edge, B E T T O R Edge.com. Promo code SGP. Welcome to the college experience selection Sunday recap show. My name is Colby swinging Dan to base Dan, AKA pick Don D that's not a pick. This is a pick and I'm joined by my co-host, former JMU Duke defensive back. Give it up for the burrito eating sideline kiss, stealing, wheeling and dealing. Patty C in the place to be. Hi oh, oh yeah. Boom! And I got the third man in the booth. The DFS got himself. Give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking, homebrew making, tobacco road living, the free lock giving farmer. Former Herndon Basketball League MVP, give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. What is going on, guys? March Madness time. Oh, That's, yeah. I mean, this is my music for you, dude. Yes. Yes. 
How does that work? How Classic does that work? crunch time. Yes. If you don't yes. have a 10 inch boner right now, there's <laughs> something wrong with you. Um, dude. I mean, this is uh, you know, this is the greatest day in sports. Perhaps this is just the way it's supposed to be. Uh, well, big, I guess playoff. typically like the, the first Thursday is the greatest day, Yeah, but, but this is the precursor that sets all that in motion. Well, I, I mean it just because you're going to have 68 teams with the chance to win a championship and they've all had, it's like, it's like what coach K said, you know, which I know I have that clip again. I'm not going to play it. It's too long. But uh, about uh, you know it's the it's the most honest tournament where every team has a chance. I looked at Gonzaga getting the one seed, and they're a team that went that went undefeated, didn't play a lot of competition, uh, with the exception of back in December. And I thought, man, that could never happen in college football. That's like UCF or Boise State used to schedule really aggressively out of conference. I believe certain years they beat Oregon and then another Power Five, and then a good uh, group of five out of conference, and then ran the Mountain West. And they would never, never reward them, even and, and not even in the top ten. I feel like, <laughs> yeah. So the one year they beat Oklahoma after going undefeated and then beating like I don't even know what Oklahoma was going into that game, but they still only finished number four. You know, yeah, so yeah. Like, they wanna, it, that's my point. Is it's just ridiculous. But anyway, we got a real playoff here. I, I mean, personally, I don't know that I would. I think I might have put Gonzaga at one with Baylor losing to Oklahoma State. I think I might've. So I guess I can't throw shade there, but I'm going to open up. I just want to, I'm going to open up complaining. You know, it's it's me guys. I'm going to complain. All right. Syracuse. I mean, I got many elements to this, I guess I'm going to make the case that they got the teams, right? Okay. Like all the teams or I think they got everyone except Belmont. I think Belmont should be in. I saw Dick Vitale talk about that. And I made this case weeks ago that they go 26 and four. I don't care about the strength schedule. I think you go 26 and four. uh, You deserve to be in the NCAA tournament, right? Um, A lot of wins, especially in a COVID year when there's teams that are like 13 and seven. Um, But with exception to Belmont, um, because I know they weren't even in the, the every analyst top eight out. Um, I thought they got it right. Cause I, they, you know, Louisville didn't make it. And that's the one that, that, that everyone's complaining about, but I actually think Syracuse has a better resume than Louisville. So I think they got the right team in, but what I find ridiculous is Syracuse doesn't, they got the 11 seed and doesn't is not in the play in game and Michigan state is, which I, I mean, this, this is really wrong guys. This is like, you look at these schedules and Syracuse's best win is Virginia tech or North Carolina, right? Michigan state has beaten two number one seeds. And now they got to play UCLA in a play in game. That should be Syracuse and UCLA. Michigan state dealt a really tough hand there. I mean, I, I, I mean, I think they might get that win, but I, I just, how does Syracuse duck out of that? That is, that is to me, just uh, that's politics right there. And that is the, that, that is the, the little bit of the college football world coming into the college basketball world. Nick, your take on Syracuse. And do you, yeah. Do you, yeah. You know, I, for the most part, I agree with what you said. I think uh, the, the committee did get the teams, right? The only big question mark is Syracuse. Um, whether you thought Louisville should have been instead of, instead of Syracuse, whether you thought maybe Belmont, uh, but I guess let's give credit at least for getting most of the teams, if not all the teams correct, which includes taking Drake and Wichita and Utah State. and, yeah. 
and Utah State, and usually the committee, you know, kind of, you know, is is more prone to take the bigger name schools. So on one hand, I guess let's give them credit for that because I think they did a pretty good job. But yeah, yeah, I mean, you said it. You're right. Syracuse, uh, bigger name, ACC school, ACC school. They got a lot of influential alumni, and uh, they they definitely lucked out here. I, I don't know. I mean, everybody bigger name than whether Michigan Paul. State? Sorry, go ahead, Petty. I was gonna say bigger name than Michigan State, or than the likes of like a Belmont. So uh, well, I mean, de- definitely Belmont. No, obviously Michigan State is right there. I could, yeah, right there with them. Um, but I, I mean, everybody, Palm Lunardi, you know, they all had Syracuse either first four in, last four out. Nobody had them that safely in. Yeah. Um, so that was that was a little bit of a of a shocker there. Uh, and then you could also you know, argue with a couple other teams that, that I think maybe got misseeded. Um, overall, no, no major complaints here though. I mean, uh, but just comparing the two resumes between Michigan state and Syracuse, it's really laughable in my opinion. Like, yeah, I mean, agree. Syracuse agree. got swept by Pitt. Syracuse has some bad losses. Otherwise, I mean, uh, and then uh, Michigan state, yes, they have a loss to Northwestern earlier in the year, but Northwestern was actually ranked at the time. But um the other loss is at Minnesota. That's bad. Okay. Those are two teams that didn't make the tournament, but everybody lost at Minnesota, Michigan lost at Minnesota. Iowa lost at Minnesota. I mean, uh, so to me, you have two wins over a one seed that I can't believe. I don't know what's going on in that, in that room though. If you're thinking, if you're blindly putting the resumes up there, even if you're not even looking at the opponents, if you're saying, okay, well, this team's beat two one seeds, this other team, the best team they beat is a nine. Mm. I don't get it. That's a good point. 12 losses versus yeah. uh, nine. Um, but you got to figure that the big 10 is so much better than the ACC this year that those extra losses should be accounted for. And uh, you would think even 12 losses in the big 10 is not as bad as nine losses as an ACC team this year. Yeah. I, I just, I think they really whiffed on that. I don't understand it, but Hey, I mean, uh, I do think they got most of it, right? I, I mean, I have issues with some of the seating. I thought St. Bonaventure Loyola got really fucked. Um, and I, I, I definitely, and people brought up this one, which I think is an interesting, I'm curious your take on the, why was North Carolina ahead of Georgia tech as far as seating? I think that's a valid point because they played only once and Georgia tech beat them. And then Georgia tech just won the ACC championship where uh, I understand Georgia tech lost to uh, Mercer and Georgia state to start the season. Um, both made it to their conference t- t- tournament championships, but lost. So there's two teams that didn't make the, uh, the tournament there. But I think if you go, if you, if you analyze both, I mean, North Carolina, uh, what went one and two against Florida state, I think Georgia tech went two and one. So I, I, I don't know. What do you think on that? I agree. I mean, you had Georgia tech. They just won the ACC tournament. You know, they're 17 and eight overall compared to UNC that's 18 and 10. Um, now the difference between an eight and a nine seed, you know, that's not that big of a difference. They're obviously, you know, playing each other in the first round, the eight and nine seeds are so um, not a, not a, a huge issue here, but if I was to pick one school over the other in seeding, I think I'd have Georgia tech slightly ahead of UNC Georgia tech three and six in quad one. Uh, North Carolina three and nine in quad one game. So Georgia tech little, little higher percentage. No, in no, no, I, I, North Carolina, I heard one and seven. Oh no, no, I'm sorry. Sarah, that's Syracuse one and seven. That, that, that one's even more like when you, I mean, but the only thing is look, here's my thing. I think they got it right with Syracuse over Louisville because Louisville didn't play that many games. 
Yeah. And, and I think when you analyze the roster or their, their, their wins and losses, they don't have a, a really good resume, but Belmont 26 and four would have been who I would have mm. put in. But um, plus if, if you're comparing Syracuse and Louisville, I think Syracuse has a better chance to go further in this tournament. Yeah. They I got agree. some ballers. As long as buddy Bayheim is putting 30 up, but I don't think they have a chance to go f- very far and I'm going to get to that in a minute. All right. But let's first just kick things off. Gonzaga, the one seed gonna there's okay. I'll start with the playing games. All right. Norfolk state against Appalachian state. Um, I was a little surprised to see apps take the pl- get, get a, get a play in game and, and shame on the committee because they could have paired us up with Michigan and Appalachian state, which would have been perfect paying homage to college football. <laughs> they really should have the greatest upset in in my lifetime that I can recall. Um, uh, and then we have Wichita state Drake, which is going to be a fucking great game. It's going to be a, that's going to be a great game. Uh, Mount St. Mary's, Texas Southern, the other 16 on the other side of the bracket. And then Michigan state UCLA, which should be a great one as well. Uh, which one do you guys, which game are you most excited for there? And also who, who are we liking? And I, I like app state to beat Norfolk state, I think. And I like Texas Southern to beat Mount St. Mary's and I'm going to take Drake to beat Wichita and Michigan state to beat UCLA. But I'm curious your guys thoughts on, on, on Hey, which game are you most excited to watch? I'm really excited. I'll be honest. The Wichita state Drake is the one that's really stealing my attention here. Obviously the 11 seeds are a little bit more appealing because, you know, I mean, they have their bigger name schools, they're better teams. They have a chance to go further. And also there's, I don't have the stat in front of me, but usually the winner of the, one of the 11 seeds also wins at least one more game. Once they make it to the field of 64, if not a couple more. And actually I think both of these, you know, either the, the winner of Wichita Drake or the winner of Michigan state UCLA, I think they have a real chance to beat USC, if it's Michigan State Drake or BYU, if it's Michigan State UCLA, and maybe even go around further. So I'm very interested in both those games. Uh, I do agree, App State. They're only laying three points. Uh, I'm, I'm all over App State to cover that and beat Norfolk State. Um, I'll have to do a, a little more research on that Mount St. Mary's Texas Southern though. Um, and then you got UCLA, Michigan State, which will be a great game, right? I mean, I know you kind of touched on that, but uh, is that the one you're looking m- most towards, uh, Pat? I think so. I mean, Cronin against Izzo. Call me TMZ, but I, I just have a little more faith in these teams being capable of making a, a deeper run. Maybe it's just based on their brand name. Maybe uh, I don't know App State basketball backwards and forwards, <laughs> but. I want to say the most recent Final Four. W- appearance is by Michigan state, but after that, it would be Wichita state, not UCLA. Okay. So touche. Um, got to give a little respect there. Uh, okay. Well, let's get to uh we got, let's just say it's app state Gonzaga gets app state. The overall one seed. And, and this is the one thing uh, Gonzaga's. I think they got a great, a great bracket. I mean, obviously easiest, yes, easiest by region far. by far. I, by far. I circled that. I was wondering your, y'all's opinion too. I thought you you guys would agree that the West is by far the easiest. You you know who I think? Well, the, uh, there's one team in there that you guys aren't really giving their due to. So <laughs> UVA. That's right. <laughs> I think Ohio. I, I mean, I I think Ohio is a very live dog against Virginia. Virginia's going to have the COVID thing. I don't think they've been able to practice, and yeah. Ohio, red hot in the MAC champion or tournament, but also a team that. I, I remember watching, I want to say it was the first week in December, probably Ohio in Illinois went down to the, uh, really the final shot of the game. Illinois made a crazy shot because Ohio was the better team pretty much the whole game. 
I think DeSomo made a buzzer beater if if it serves me correct. Um, but Ohio can play ball. I I actually think they are a live dog, especially considering how much we've seen these teams come back from COVID. So you haven't been able to practice. Well, what I will say is that if you're talking about Illinois and Ohio playing early in the season, that doesn't necessarily tell me that much because Illinois wasn't the same team early in the season that they are now. That's true, but they still have the same. They have a a, a really talented roster. Sure, sure. And what am I supposed to? I mean, it's not like they're going to have an out of conference game for Ohio, right? Uh, short of anything in like the first week of January, right, right, right? So there's nothing else to base it off of besides that. Um, but I just I'm, I think Ohio is really talented, and I watched that Buffalo game, and I think we were all on Buffalo. Ohio was on fire. The whole team was. Now, um, obviously, Virginia plays an amazing brand of defense, but they've also been known in the first round. Like, they've been yeah. known that their style of play will keep teams in the game. Yeah. They they rely on, uh, you know, being a margin of efficiency ahead of the other team at all times, you know. And if, if they can't maintain that because the other team is just unconscious shooting, then there's nothing they can do about it. Their brand doesn't allow them to overcome unless UVA then turns around and becomes on fire, too. You know, which isn't you know and, always going to happen. And we we've seen it. You know, much like an option team. You know, if they get down early, then it's then then it's a, it's a problem. That's right. That's yeah. almost the exact you comparison know. there. Um. Well, I I think Ohio's a potential live dog. I don't know for sure. I, I need to find out if they're being able to practice more throughout this week, um, or not. Um. But then, dude, with the exception of the of the Gonzaga game, I think almost everybody in that region is a live dog. Probably. I think Iowa beats grand Canyon. No, I, I think Oregon um, beats VCU. I think Oregon quack, 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 quack. Yeah, we're in dude. I think there's a chance Oregon is in the elite eight. Very much so. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I actually, but I don't, I don't, I'm not going to pencil them in beating VCU just yet. Okay. I'm going to take Oregon, but I think that could be a battle. I'm gonna have VCU's not gonna roll over for anybody. I think Oregon could be a terrible matchup for Iowa. I, I was just gonna say that the winner of that Oregon VCU game could give Iowa some real problems. I mean, does Iowa have anything outside of Luca Garza to you know push them higher than you know what their ceiling? They have seems shooters. I mean, the problem is I think there's the defense has always been an issue under Iowa, but I, Oregon, the thing is, I think they have a big man that's athletic enough to give Garza problems. Yeah. And uh, just making him work a little bit extra. Uh, yeah. You know, I think will ruin that offense a little bit. And then I, the Oregon has scores. They have like f- scores off the dribble, like three or four that yeah. could just really pen it. Like for a team that's not great defensively, they can punish you. Yeah. Um, I want to see let, Iowa's. Game. Let's just say Iowa's got too many white guys. <laughs> <laughs> you just come uh, out with it. What are you talking about? They're no, like, but look, I mean, Wise Camp is really good too, and then uh, Bohannon is a solid point guard. Uh, they do. I mean, look, they play. They play really good offense. They, they, most of those guys have been there for a few years. They, they know each other very well. Uh, they can hit shots. Garza is a, a beast. But the defense is lacking, and and they're not the most athletic team in the world. And 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 I will say, I think uh, you know they're gonna need a lot. C.J. Frederick's gonna need to step up. I also think Keegan Murray is a guy that needs to really step up um, for Iowa. I mean, I think Iowa will get past Grand Canyon, but even that, I, I wouldn't shock me if Grand Canyon was in that game late. Would would would, you, would that shock you, Nick? 
You know, yeah. I mean, I, I think that could be a single digit game, like at halftime. Uh, I think I was going to have enough offense to, to finally blow past them, but it could be a little, you know, it, it, it could be close for a while. I, I think Iowa wins pretty safely. Um, but the green canes had a good year and they, they have some, some good players too. You know, the funny thing now that, that we watch a lot of mid-major basketball, you start really liking a team compared to the last couple months that you've seen in conference. Now that they're playing the bigger schools, you almost have to recalibrate yourself and like, you know, cause obviously they're not going to have that same level of success playing against a school from the big 10. Um, so that's, yeah, it's, it's always, you know, an interesting trying to pick out which underdogs. Cause you know, like you love Cleveland state. Oh dude, they're getting you, 20 points. I am all over that. I am all <laughs> over that dude. But Houston's been like blowing people out too, but they play know? the same style of ball. I, I saw they Clark do. Kellogg talking about that. Uh, they play, you know, a very aggressive defense and then they attack the basket. Um, I don't know. I will get to that one in a second. Let's continue. Yeah. Let's stick to the West. Not to right skip now. around too much, but yeah. like, say like for, for me, I won a lot of money at, with like Morehead state, you know, but that was playing in their conference, not against West Virginia. I you know, that's what I'm saying. Sometimes you got to kind of recalibrate your thoughts on teams <laughs> when they step up in competition, but yeah, I'm sorry. Go back to the West. Yeah. The West Oklahoma. So, so Gonzaga app state was what we're probably forecasting. That will be Gonzaga rolls, Oklahoma, Missouri, the eight, nine matchup there. Um, it's crazy. Cause I think Oklahoma is the better threat to Gonzaga, but for some reason I think Missouri wins this game. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think if you are one that uh, I made the statement, if I thought Gonzaga would be the first one seed to lose, but I didn't have the, uh, I don't know that I agree with that anymore. <laughs> I, I, I've actually sell. penciled Gonzaga into my final four just yeah. cause I don't like that bracket at all. I don't like Iowa. Uh, the three seed Kansas. I'm not a big fan of Kansas to go very, yeah. very far this year. And I think UVA, the four seed has, you know, a, a pretty <laughs> limited ceiling. So really I think they got maybe the easiest two seed, the easiest three seed and arguably the easiest four seed all, all in that region. So I've already penciled Gonzaga into the final four. I think I agree, but I think Oregon was the one that could test them the most. And, and they might just, they might just meet up. Yeah. I think Oregon is a team that stands out to me. That's really scary there. I, I could totally see USC. Yeah, you're right though. We, I could see every like Missouri, Oklahoma, Oklahoma has been playing such bad ball lately. I wouldn't be surprised if Missouri won that Creighton, right. Creighton, UC Santa Barbara. It seems like everyone's all over UC Santa Barbara. I think I'm going to take Creighton here, but I see it uh, like I'll just through social media. And then some of the experts, uh, everyone's bullish on Santa Barbara to win this game or, or to, to be in this game, to cover this game. And some of them have them moving to the next round. Then Virginia, Ohio. I look, I don't know that I'm hundred percent made up my mind that Ohio is going to win that game, but I do think it's going to be a better game than, than a four thirteen would traditionally be uh, yeah. USC against Wichita state or Drake. I mean, that wouldn't surprise me at all. If USC lost that game. Uh, I'm going to pick the 11 seed there. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Whoever wins that first four game, I'm going to pick the, I'm going to pick them to beat USC. I'm going to call recency bias on both of you guys. I know that USC <laughs> has had a couple bad losses uh, recently, you know, maybe that's sticking in your mind, but they certainly have the more talented player, but, but they, but it's like why Colorado beat them three times this year is they lack good guard play yeah. in the tournament. I always try to fade teams that lack like great guard play. Now, what is that about that? That just the control of the game that to be, 
lack position. of turnovers. Uh, a lot of times, I mean, if so, I mean, I think there's many angles to it. If certain certain teams run, if they go into a full court trap or a full court press or whatever, yeah, um, you just need to be able to weather the storm. But also, guards set you set up your bigs essentially, right? So, uh, and I mean, me and Nick were talking about this on another episode. How important we think? I mean, I really think throughout college basketball's history, whether it's Mateen Cleaves at Michigan State, whether it's Bobby Hurley at Duke, whether it's Greg Anthony at UNLV, Amir Nelson. They, they were the most important players on those teams to me. Yeah. Uh, every, you know, Leitner was great. You know, uh, uh, some of the other ones were great. I mean, uh, I think Greg Anthony was more important than Larry Johnson was on, on UNLV. Right. You, you, I think you, like he Coming was, from you, that means something. He was more important because that's how you get the ball into those guys. Right. And, and, and he was a great defender. So, yeah. but, um, and especially at, you're right at the college level where you're seeing all kinds of different defenses, defensive looks being thrown at you, having a dude that knows how to break that down. Big difference. But that's kind of the reason why Colorado's really had a uh, I, like McKinley Wright just goes to town with uh, with USC. But um, anyway, let's bounce down. So yeah, I, we, I could. So then you got Kansas, Eastern Washington. I think Kansas is going to roll there. But I I wouldn't shock me if Wichita Drake or USC beat Kansas. Uh, then after that, Iowa Grand Canyon. I mean, yeah, I agree. I think I think if you're an Oregon fan, you're delighted. You are delighted to see this bracket. <laughs> All right, let's jump down to the East. Oh, do you think uh, Bryce Drew's got any magic lined up? I think, I, dude, they have two good bigs, too. What I'm not, we, I, like, I, Iowa is a really good battle-tested team. So clearly, like, I'm not going to call for Grand Canyon to win on the money line, but I think would not surprise me if it was, you know, 65-65, five minutes left, or 65-62, five minutes left. Right. Um, let me let me ask you this. I mean, Grand Canyon obviously is a super duper long shot, but because that particular bracket is so easy, uh, then I mean, obviously they get through uh, Iowa, Oregon, VCU. VCU's proven uh, a little susceptible. I, I'm not gonna. Dig- I, I think Oregon's gonna beat VCU. Right, 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 right. So, I think it's gonna be Iowa, Oregon, and I actually think Oregon's gonna beat Iowa. So you got okay. We'll. we'll uh, I guess how far do we want to push this? Are we going to go all the way? Uh, no, we just we're just t- doing the first dude, round for right now. No, we can talk freely about this. Like I, 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 I was saying that before. I thought Gonzaga would be the first one seed to lose. I think I said that a bunch of times this year. Yeah, I don't know that I agree anymore because I think they're in the Final Four or at least the Elite Eight, just based on this bracket. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just can't see anybody else in that region in the Final Four. That's the, my problem. I think the and I, I really can't see really anyone really testing Gonzaga except. Does Kansas have the talent to test Gonzaga? I think Kansas Gonzaga <laughs> played this year, didn't they? And Gonzaga won by I think like ten. Yeah, I think so. I Kansas or Oregon would probably be the be, the, the best threat to me. I guess you got to say Iowa too, but I don't know. I yeah. just can't see anyone beating. Uh, yeah, you've been on Oregon all year. Actually, I, I think Gonzaga and Iowa played this year too. I think Gonzaga won. You know, I think by fairly a lot. easily. Yeah, yeah, they played Virginia yeah. this year and they won by a lot there too. So. They've already proven a yeah, lot. They gave them them. all their teams yeah. that they've already played. <laughs> right. That actually might, might which help. is usually something that committee doesn't do. Usually they try to, you know, st- steer clear of potential rematches. Interesting. Well, I'm forever. Uh, at least I used to. Apparently I mean, looking at this, maybe not anymore. <laughs> I don't really think it matters. Te- good teams are going to play each other anyway. I mean, right. Um, Prove it on the court. Uh, Michigan though, against I don't, Mount St. Mary's or Texas Southern. I, I'm going to ask you guys this question at the end. We're going to go bracket by bracket. But I want you to make your prediction of the one seed that will lose first. Hmm. Or if you think all four ones will go, but here we are, Michigan. I think Michigan might have a horrible, horrible matchup in the second round. Now 
St. Bonaventure really got dealt a shitty hand. Uh, a lot of people had them as an eight seed Loyola. People had as like a seven. They got a nine. I know it's not in this bracket, so we'll get to Loyola in a minute, but Bonaventure getting dealt a fucking death blow, getting LSU an eight. That has probably, I think you could make the, the argument that LSU is a top five talent wise team. Um, I think LSU could give Michigan fits. Mm. If you're a Michigan fan, you better hope St. Bonaventure beats LSU. Well, I mean, the liver's injury, apparently he's out for the year. I, I don't think he's coming back. That that's a huge blow to Michigan. Um, they don't have anybody else on the roster that can do what he did. Uh, you know, cause he's a, what he's a, he's a wing guy, but he has length. He has athleticism. He can shoot the three. He plays good defense. Uh, I mean, he doesn't lead the team in scoring or anything, but he's a very valuable piece of the Michigan puzzle. And I don't think they have anybody that can come in the bench and kind of do what he did. Um, so that, that was a big blow. Cause I, you know, I was high on Michigan here pretty much all year. And um, I was originally thinking they were definitely going to be my final four. Now I'm having big question marks on that, especially because we went from the West, which I thought was the easiest compared to the East, which I think is the toughest is either one or one a the East or the Midwest, I think is the toughest. Um, Michigan's going to have a hard road here. I mean, even if they had livers, uh, obviously. Okay. We, we, we thought that they were great all year, but I still think LSU is a, just a really talented. That's not your typical eight seed a based on talent in the uh, sec championship. That's today. what I'm saying. Like they have, but they always blow it. They, I know. They, they, when's the last time they went on a long run? Well, they don't need to go. On, I'm not saying they're going to win. I'm saying for one game games, yeah, one of them games. playing Perfect. Michigan, I would hate to play. If I'm Michigan fans, you, I would be like, Oh man, that's cause I also, I think they match up fairly well. What was livers uh, yeah. running like the point forward a lot for them? Or was he kind of just uh, off the no, ball? They, they, no, yeah, he was, they, I feel like the, the few times that I got to see them like extensively, he was pretty ball dominant, you know, and, and the other guys like God, uh, you might've saw them. I, I know Brooks was out. Eli Brooks was out for a little bit. Maybe they did that more then, but uh, I think if anything, uh, Wagner was more of a, you know, point forward. Cause I think he has a ball more than, than uh, livers exactly. livers was their four, uh, but he wasn't a traditional, like, you know, down low four. he was more spread the floor. He can hit threes, but yeah. he wasn't athletic. Um, like I said, they don't have anybody else that can step into his shoes. Um, yeah, I just don't know if I see LSU beating two two good teams in a row. I mean, because first off, they had to get past St. Bonaventure, which, which I, I'm, at this I, point they're good, dude. I mean, St. Bonaventure. Yeah, has I don't four. know. I don't know who I'm going to take in that game right now. <laughs> I really don't. They you have know? four scores uh, that, that I mean, really five that I think are are capable scores for St. Bonaventure. But I, I man, LSU is so talented, man. Uh, when I when I watched that Bama game today, I was just like, man, they could be a fucking problem in the tournament, man. If they, I know Will Wade from a coaching point of view, you say, okay, maybe they're not going to do anything, but for one game, if I'm a Michigan fan, I, I'm terrified of that yeah. matchup. Um, and then go down, there. go down a little bit further. And you got the winners of the big East. They're going to win, dude. They're going to win. The, the, you know, the only scary against th- yeah. Colorado, who was in the PAC 12 championship, right? Yeah. They lost by two last night in the PAC 12 and Florida state who was in the ACC championship. Yes, yeah. is a tough all bracket. all within those couple of games right there. It's it's crazy. This is the East is so freaking hard. I and I mean that includes UConn, who's coming in red hot, who will play Bama. That's a tough draw for Bama in the second game. Um, uh, Georgetown. I, I'm favoring Georgetown against Colorado, but I am scared of that because Georgetown starts a freshman point guard going up against McKinley Wright. That is a scary thought, but I, I think Georgetown is the more talented team all around. 
I think I saw a line that was Colorado minus six, and and I, let's just say I'm taking the points there. Not saying Georgetown's definitely going to advance because that's going to be a that's going to be a battle, man. It's going to come down to the wire, but um, I like Georgetown to cover at least. I think I like Georgetown to get the dub, man. I'm a Colorado fan, but uh, uh, away from Boulder, they haven't been amazing this year. Georgetown's on fire right now. The man. only scary thing, though, is that point guard matchup because I think McKinley Wright yeah. could, could seriously damage. Uh, what's my guy's name? What's the point guard's name? He's playing his ass off in the Big East tournament. I'm drawing a blank. Uh, Harris. Name. Yeah, Harris. Dante Harris. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that's going to be an interesting matchup to watch. Then we have Florida state UNC Greensboro, which I call me crazy, Nick. I think UNC Greensboro could be a live dog. <laughs> I like UNC G yeah. and Florida state has struggled against some of the lower competition in the ACC of late. They lost to UCF this year, dude. Florida yeah. state. I mean, look, they've been have had a good year, but they still lost to UCF and UNC Greensboro. Uh, they're a team that I thought have been pretty darn good. And they're, they're leading scorer. What's his name? Is it Isaiah Miller? Is that, is that the name? Uh, yeah, it yeah. is. That guy's a baller, man. He's nasty, man. So I, that could be an interesting matchup. I wonder about the height though. Maybe Florida state's height could be a problem for them, but I, I don't know, man. Greensboro. I think it's a tough draw for Florida state. Are we looking at the same sure. old uh, Florida state team here? Just athletics, athleticism and defense for the most part. I don't think they're tr- as athletic as years past. Okay. I think they're more skilled than years past. Right. However, but I just think Greensboro's a tough draw. I think Greensboro, I was before I saw this bracket, I I thought, man, Greensboro is going to be a dangerous team for whoever has to play them. So, yeah, I think Florida state wins, but I think it could be a close game. They might, they might sneak out of there with the win and feel very fortunate to be moving on. Uh, Then you have the BYU Michigan state or UCLA angle. I mean, this is, uh, uh, this is hard. I have no idea who's winning this game. <laughs> I got to go Michigan state over UCLA. I think and I, then no, I, 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 I mean, I, I might take Michigan state over BYU also. I agree with Michigan state over UCLA. Although I think UCLA might be the more skilled team, yeah, I don't which know is that scary. I 100% agree with that. But then the BYU matchup. I mean, I've been impressed with Mark Pope as a coach at BYU. And they just played Gonzaga really yeah, tough. They just shit the bed yeah. against Gonzaga. They would have had that win. But they could win that game. I mean, Maryland just beat Michigan State. I don't know. I think that's a tough. That that's one of the hardest games so far. I think to to predict. Um, Michigan UCLA or either BYU. or yeah. either or to me it's just like woo. Um. Then you got Texas Abilene Christian. Nick, do you feel like AC Abilene Christian, the Wildcats? I believe. Do they will they have a shot against Texas? This is again what I mean about recalibrating yourself on some of these mid-major schools because Abilene Christian's been all roll in their conference, you know, great season. But uh, Texas is only favored by nine. I was expecting double digits. Uh, I, you know, I'll have to go back and look and see what Abilene Christian did, in, uh, you know, before conference play to see if they played any bigger schools and and to see how they fared. Uh, I don't, th- I don't think they have what it takes. I, I guess I'm going to go Texas. I mean, I think, I think I'm going to go Texas too, but I guess devil's advocate here is Texas has had nights where they shoot a horrible percentage. You can't trust the guard play there. They get, when they go cold, it gets ugly. You can't win. Um, <laughs> okay. Moving in state heat there though. Do you think Abilene Christian has a little extra uh, fuel in that fire? Maybe, maybe. I mean, I think you got to go to, I mean, this yeah, Texas team, Texas I, I think, I, I actually think they're, they're still national championship contenders. There I think they are contenders. So well, you win the big 12 in this particular year, watch them losing the first round. They'll be yeah, like, yeah, true. they contended. They contended. <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> UConn, Maryland. This is one I feel pretty confident about. I'm taking UConn. 
Yeah, same here. But it's still a pretty good game for a seven ten. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, for some reason this tournament. Usually, I would say every year there's probably like four or five teams, which I'm gonna fade that I don't like coming into the tournament. And I was kind of looking at this year, and I was kind of struggling to come up with that many again. I don't have any like big, strong, like do not pick this team. They're definitely going to lose in the first round. Uh, I, I'm taking UConn here, but I mean Maryland's. You know they when they're playing well, they got they got some guys there. I mean they they took Ohio State down to the wire there in the Big Ten tournament. Yeah. Um, so I, I think I think for a seven ten matchup, I, th- I think it's a pretty interesting game. But yeah, I do lean UConn. I'm gonna say if you're an Alabama fan, you are the biggest Maryland fan of all time because I could totally see UConn beating Alabama. I yeah. could totally see UConn upsetting Alabama sure. in the second round. And that's if Rick Pitino's Iona squad doesn't do it to Alabama. What's the chances Rick Pitino can dial up something? You gotta love, by the way, no Kentucky, no Louisville, no Providence. All of Pitino's old. <laughs> stomping grounds, but Iona's in, and so is so is the thirty second man himself. Um, any chance Iona takes down Bama, guys? No, I don't think so, man. Yeah, not much. I'm, I'm I'm high on Bama. I'm contemplating a Final Four run for uh, Bama there. I, yeah, I like how they came back against Tennessee. Um, and dude, they're they're loaded, man. I dude, mean, they've been loaded but, all year. But check us out. If they had gotten look at the other seven ten matchups. I mean, I've seen Clemson Rutgers on the other side. Um, Florida Virginia Tech. I love Clemson, or I love. I'm sorry, I love Alabama against those teams. What yeah. I don't love them against is UConn and perhaps the other seven ten, which would, I, I think Oregon's going to be VCU. I think Oregon and UConn could give them trouble. And I will agree that Oregon and UConn are seven seeds. They have like dark horse potential to make a deep run. Yeah. When I say deep, I'm talking elite eight. You know, maybe should I dare say final four? Maybe. Dude, easily. This is March, man. You they could definitely go to the final four. Meanwhile, the other seven seeds, Florida and Clemson, do not. Yeah, yeah, Florida and Clemson. I I don't not so much. They even gave Clemson a better ranking than Georgia Tech. I don't understand. That that doesn't make sense, man. Slap in the face. Um, I will say this real quick. What's that? I want to see the uh, second round matchup. I know we want UConn to go so we can see them, you know, compete. But Maryland versus Alabama and the asshole coach of the weekend uh, game. The Turgeon, the Turgeon against uh, Oates. Yeah, uh, dude. Nate, how about <laughs> Nate Oates after he beat LSU and he said, "Get the fuck out of here." <laughs> Did he? You guys catch that? Yeah, that's no. What I'm that was to. great. That was great. And they beat him. He screams, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> How about, uh, I love Nate Oates, man. He's like my it. favorite coach right my now. My cousin Vinny fits yeah. perfectly. Although he's from Wisconsin. So I don't know where that, uh, comparison is coming well, from, but because he coached at Buffalo probably oh, okay. in New York yeah. Yeah, before yeah, he sense. went to Alabama. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, but Maryland Turgeon, Turgeon, yeah, Turgeon, Turgeon and Juwan Howard's ass. Well, how, how great is that? Juwan Howard says, I'll kill you. But Turgeon said, uh, uh, apparently this don't is, hang I'm speculation. Rafter. Don't, don't, don't hang a, uh, a banner, a banner because the, you know, your banners come down referring to the final four <laughs> banner no, the that five, uh, the fat now, five, I yeah. will say Turgeon afterwards. He said that, that he's, he heard these rumors on social media. Also, he said he did not say anything about a banner. All he said was don't talk to me or something. I Take that for what it is. I don't, I don't believe that believe because not. Wh- he wouldn't say, don't talk to me. And then Juwan Howard say, I'll fucking kill you. It just doesn't, something's had to be, something <sighs> else had to be said. He had to say, suck my yeah. dick. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> I was Tom surprised Berger. to see how pissed Jawan Howard was. 
Yeah. You know, yeah. I, yeah. I, I mean, that. <laughs> it's like you're a coach, dude. You got to kind of keep it under wraps Dial a little bit. Right. Okay. So uh, uh, I'm not taking Michigan out of this side guys. I'm sorry. I think LSU is going to give him a game. I think call me crazy. I know Georgetown just had a crazy run. I could see Georgetown, you know, playing Michigan and playing them tough. Would this be like the all time, like my way or the highway going the coach's way? I mean, I'm assuming that's what's happened with Georgetown. I was looking at their, they sucked ass early in the season after they got rid of like what? 70%. Well, that's, I think that was the, the, the struggling was trying to find your team. Yeah. Trying to like, what is my team when you have that many players transfer out and then uh, they're young, they have some young players and that mix with veterans um, like Blair is a senior. Um, but uh, call me crazy. If they beat Colorado, I think they're very capable of beating Florida state or UNC Greensboro. And then they'd be playing Michigan and call me crazy. I mean, I, I would favor Michigan obviously, but that, I don't think it's that crazy to think that they could beat them. Livers. Yeah. yeah. It's not that crazy. Nice is just so tough, man. So many schools are like Michigan, LSU, St. Bonaventure, Colorado, Georgetown, Florida state, Texas, Yukon, Maryland, Bama. I mean, geez, that's a tough bracket. Do you guys agree that it is the hardest or, you know, would, are you, are you thinking South or Midwest? Uh, no, I think that's probably the hardest. I think if I had to name uh, another one that would be hardest, it would be the Midwest. Uh, okay. I agree. Yeah. Th- those are the, the, the two toughest West is easily the easiest and South is kind of in the middle. Yeah. So I, I, I can tell you, I don't think Michigan's coming out of the side. I'm going to say that I'm going to say that I, I, I do not have Michigan in my final four. Ooh, there it is. Do you want Howard still a uh, national coach of the year? Uh, they should Winner, be. You think? I mean, he's doing a great fucking job. I think if the program's at a higher level than it was under Beeline, I know Beeline got to the championship twice, but I don't think they were just bringing in the talent that John Howard. I mean, Hunter Dickinson. Is there any chance he stays? He's going to go, right? You know, that's, that's a good question because I haven't seen him really high on uh, mock draft boards because his game doesn't really fit the NBA right now. He's so nasty. So I don't know. For, I mean, that uh, that's another thing, though. I mean, I don't want to get sidetracked. We're breaking down the, the NCAA tournament here, but me and Nick were talking last night and going through stuff, and this whole seniors can this year doesn't count. Yeah, it's gonna be really interesting, really interesting for next year's college basketball because the fact that all these teams can bring back players that I mean, it's not like the NFL now. There's two elements is that there's a draft. So there's only, you know, 60 players projected and there's 62, I think. And then you have the fact that, okay, yeah, the NFL doesn't have uh, the NFL has seven rounds, but NBA does, or basketball is a worldwide sport. So perhaps you could be persuaded to go play in China or wherever, Puerto Rico, wherever the fuck. Um, but I think that's going to be crazy next year. If some of these players come back, you know, like I, I, uh, certain teams where you're, you look at, uh, Oh, oh, I know I'm getting sidetracked. We should be talking NCAA tournament here, but I just wanted to, uh, just quick thoughts on like that Loyola. I went, I was going through Loyola Chicago's team and I was like, none of them are projected to go to the NBA and they start four seniors and they have another senior on the bench. So I'm like, they are going to return everybody if they, Potentially. Are, if, if they want to. Yeah. If they yeah. want, and why wouldn't you? Yeah. If you're not going pro. Yeah. And the same situation, Richmond, same a similar situation at Wisconsin. I mean, it's it's gonna make, I think, next year incredibly awesome to watch because from a depth standpoint, I think college basketball will be at a really high level. Well, but, let me say this. I mean, I know that we have harked on all year how, you know, it's I guess in my opinion, lemons 
or lemonade out of lemons that, you know, you have this one and done situation and everyone's going. So you don't get the familiarity with the players and, you know, you don't like develop the rivalries don't develop quite as much as they used to. I don't know if that's true or not, but I, I see. I think I, I, even that I still think is something that you're looking at, like, cause I don't think that many players, how many players do you think come out early that were in college that, is it, when you add in the, well, the Europeans when, in high school, I'm talking about the best players in college basketball. Like when you knew that Jerry Stackhouse was going to come back next year against yeah, what, whoever Christian Leitner or something, I don't think they were there at the same time, but yeah. just two guys from that era that were going to be like two or three years going against each other and then become like the number one, two or top five pick in the draft. And then it's like, okay, you're watching, you're basically watching the NBA, but in college, you know, and these dudes are fucking super shiny and carrying their teams all the way. And so obviously the drawback of that is that, you know, they're, they dominate the sport, yeah. you know, for a longer period yeah, of time. Yeah. And there's, there's less parity across the board. So, you know, it's a little bit of this, a little bit of that, but I do think that uh, by having everyone potentially stay an extra year and like kind of taking that trend of one and dones and maybe pushing it a year to an extent that can be good for college basketball. You'll at least be well, more familiar with the I think the, the game players. will be better. The game could be better because of that much experience and depth, but yeah, it any, can't hurt. Anyway, we're getting sidetracked here. Um, I mean, Nick, do you want to say anything on that before I get the fuck out of there on that statement? Not really. Let's just yeah. see. I mean, I, I think, you know, a lot of seniors may just leave because they're ready to take their next step in life, whether that be basketball overseas, NBA, or whether or, they want to start a job and start making money, you know? So I, yeah, look, this is, we've never, this is uncharted uh, waters here. So, um, yeah, I think we'll do a, a, an off season pod. We'll, we'll talk about this in more depth, but yeah, let's, uh, let's uh, get over to the South of the Midwest here. Focus on the task at hand. All right. Well, before I do, oh, I do want to jump in and say something completely random. I know we mentioned, uh, as far as the West, uh, that they, you know, with Gonzaga having already played three of the big time teams that they're likely to face later on through, as they get through that bracket, um, that it wasn't that they try to avoid, I guess, scheduling teams to play a second time during the season. I was looking back at Georgetown's 1984 season earlier today. They had a matchup one versus two with St. John's four different times in the same season. Damn, four wow. times they played Damn. one one versus two against each other. Georgetown got three of them. St. John's got one of them. Fucking insane. Great. That was a great rivalry. Great rivalry. Big Mullen. East back then. Yeah. Uh, I want to tell you guys that the college experience is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. It's that time of year again, folks. You fucking know it. Conference tournaments are tipping off. Bubble teams are making their final push for a bid while the top seeds are preparing for their what they hope is a long, long run. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting new customers in the center of the action. Bet $4 on an underdog, and you win $256 if they win. It's that simple. I mean, come on. Let me repeat that. That's bet $4 of American money on an underdog in select college basketball games. And if they win, you collect $256. The bank is truly open. Pick one of the many select uh, college basketball underdogs for your shot at winning $256. All it takes is a $4 bet. There's no better way to put your basketball knowledge to the test than to put your money where your mouth is with DraftKings Sportsbook. Don't worry if college basketball isn't for you. They have. DraftKings Sportsbook offers great odds and promotions on FCS football, golf, hockey, and much, much more. It, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit or withdraw your funds uh, at your own convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code SGP when you sign up to turn $4 into $256. 
if the underdog of your choosing pulls off the great March Madness upset. That's code SGP to turn $4 into $256 for a limited time. All at Jeff King Sportsbook must be 21 or older to enter New Jersey, Indiana, and, and Pennsylvania only. New customers, restricted, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana 1-800-9-WITH-IT. All right. Fuck. That's a fucking ad read right there. <laughs> Felt like I just read Micro the machines guy yeah. over here. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's hop over to the South. Baylor takes on the Hartford Whalers. Um, Dude, I saw their little mascot from far away with the little Eagles yeah. wings. It looks like the whale. <laughs> I, I, I was like, Nick said they were the whalers. Am I confused here? What's going on here? Uh, what are we thinking guys? Baylor, Baylor. Now, first off, I mean, I know we were all going to take Baylor to beat Hartford, but they did lose to Oklahoma state the other day. Are we starting to think Baylor could be the one seed that that takes that L? It's starting to look like, and we're not the only ones that are saying this because I think half the people on ESPN or CBS or wherever the the, the selection show was on, I guess CBS, and almost everybody had Gonzaga and Illinois in the final. So that tells you that public opinion, so-called expert opinions, they're 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 fading Michigan and they're fading Baylor. Mm. Well, Baylor's going to get Hartford, and then they're going to get the winner of North Carolina and Wisconsin. If you don't go to the University of Wisconsin, you're going to end up eating government cheese and living in a van down by the river. Any chances <laughs> that Wisconsin and Matt Foley pull off the upset against North Carolina? Because I can tell you this, man, Wisconsin's been a weird team this year to me. Um, they have good guard play, though, and the weakness of Carolina is their guard play. Any chance? Yeah, to- UNC's guard plays very inconsistent. You know, I don't know. I think UNC's a better team here, but I expect a close game. I'm a, I'm leaning UNC, but I mean, yeah. There's is there a chance of sure? I mean, yeah, definitely there's a chance. I mean, UNC is not that much better than anybody. Yeah. Well, they've been better than a couple of teams they played in the ACC tournament significantly, but they just lost to Marquette. Uh, last the last Wisconsin school they played what two weeks ago, three weeks ago, whatever there that was. Is. Um, I, I, are you going to take Carolina on that? I'm oh, taking Carolina. Yeah. I don't know. And if UNC wins uh, that, that bat, that matchup, UNC Baylor is interesting because UNC has got three or four good quality big men. Yeah. While Baylor has three or four really good perimeter guys. <laughs> so it'll definitely be a contrast in styles. I, I'll, I'll take Baylor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> was it a uh, Virginia Tech's coach was saying UNC is just so fucking big. Yeah. They got they got these bigs, man. Baycott and uh, Brooks, and then who's the other guy that's come on there? Sharp, yeah, Sharp and yeah. Kessler. Dude, yeah. they got five, they got four guys that are they're all huge. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be compelling to watch that matchup. Uh, Villanova Winthrop. I saw some people call this one as the upset that's gonna happen. Winthrop's only lost once on the year, getting a twelve seed. Villanova getting a five seed. No Colin Gillespie. This has upset written all over it. I'm still gonna take Nova. I think Jay Wright is the coaching difference here. Yeah, and Villanova is still a really good defensive team, and you know you're going to have a bunch of the public picking a couple of the twelves because everybody knows five twelve, you know. And I think this is going to be one of them. Uh, yeah, I'm on Villanova. I agree. Look, all they do is win, win, Winthrop. Oh, okay. uh, you, are you gonna I, I hope you're right, man. I hope you're right. I think I am. I mean, this is a team that's lost, Woo! and they're. Uh, you know, they're struggling to find their identity right now. And it's a little late in the game to be in that position. Winthrop mean, mean one loss on the whole fucking on the season. whole season. 
Come on, baby. And even that, they were winning with like a minute and 30 seconds left. What are they, the Eagles, Winthrop? I think so. Sounds accurate. You mean the Golden fucking Eagles? Uh... That's an interesting matchup. I'll get your guys' opinions as we close on the on, on our, who we take as a higher seed to win. But uh, Purdue, North Texas, Purdue. Shit, hobo from Purdue. I hate Purdue. It was the last time they ever won anything, anyways. Hey, what do we think in North Texas? I was I've been impressed with North Texas. That Western Kentucky game was fucking wild in the in the conference USA championship. That was a wild game. North Texas has a few players, but I think Purdue, Matt Painter, they're going to be too big. Give me Purdue to get past North Texas, but it is tricky. I, I wasn't really impressed with North Texas as a team. <clears throat> Nick? Well, look, a couple, couple interesting lines here. That uh, Villanova is only favored by six right now over Winthrop, mm. which is kind of surprising. And Purdue is only favored by seven and a half over, over North Texas. Um, I'm gonna, I've been singing I'm Purdue's praises the last couple of weeks here. I think Purdue wins, but... They also have a propensity to get cold from the perimeter. And if so, they could always drop a game. But I, I think I'm going to go a little bit of chalk here because I think everybody's thinking maybe Winthrop or North Texas. I think I'm going to actually just go boring old vanilla, uh, vanilla, Villanova and Purdue. Vanilla Nova. I like it. Uh, I, I, <laughs> vanilla on, Nova. That's a new one. <laughs> I, I, I'm on. Isn't that the guy who used to play for, uh, who was that, Yukon? Vanilla Nova? Is that uh, Villa, 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 what, what, Villa what, what? Oh, Char Charlie Villanueva. Yes, Villanueva. Yes, That's yes. Um, that was a horrible joke by me. Um, is it? Is that Spanish for vanilla? Yeah, <laughs> something like that, dude. Uh, uh, what am I talking about? I, I'm going to take Nova to beat Winthrop. I think I'm going to take Purdue too. But North Texas, uh, they are they are very athletic. I was kind of surprised. They got some athletes down there. Buddy, uh, we need a, a Purdue choo choo train sound effect. Because the fucking train is because, rolling. Yeah, you don't like the I hate Purdue. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Texas Tech, Utah State. Utah State gets in. Texas Tech. Uh, I saw. I saw some people mention that they're the real wild card in this conf in this side of the bracket that could really make a run to the Final Four or the Elite Eight or whatever you want to say. You think they get past Utah State, Nick? I think this might be my upset of the bracket. Actually, I kind of like Utah State here. Uh, Texas Tech's only favored by five. Once again, you have, you know, a six and eleven. We've seen this the last three games: five, twelve, four, thirteen, six and eleven. Pretty small spreads, which is interesting. Um, this I, I might go Utah State here. I think I'm gonna go Texas Tech, but I don't know Utah State. I do like their big man Kada. He could cause some problems for for Texas Tech. And Utah State is eighth in the country in adjusted defense. Uh, both these schools go a very, a very slow pace. I think Utah State is 154. Texas tech is 316. Jesus. That means it's going to be a relatively low scoring game here. Uh, you know, slimmer margin of error here. So I, I think Utah state hangs around and Hey, maybe they, you know, pull off uh, some magic at the end. Yeah. In interesting game there. Then we got Texas tech four yeah. and 10 in quad one Oof. opportunities. But that said, Number twenty in the nation, but number six in their own conference. I think it may just be stuck in yeah. a fucking tough place there. That's probably I think. Give me the, Texas. Yeah, Tech. you're on Texas Tech there. Arkansas, Colgate. This is one I saw Seth Davis, but I beat him to the punch. I just didn't have uh, CBS's microphones in my face. When I saw this matchup, I said, "Whoa, that's a dangerous." I think if there's an upset that's going to happen, Dude, it could be Colgate here. Colgate is my fucking dark horse for the whole thing. Dude, they okay. They can play. I like this team. 
Arkansas has kind of been a, a up and down team. I know, you know, they've been hot as shit lately and it probably helped them to lose to LSU the other day, but Nick talk me out of why I shouldn't just take Colgate in the points and just bet a bunch of money on that. Look, I, I don't trust Arkansas. That's for sure. Um, no, granted, I'll have to admit, I haven't watched a whole lot of Razorback basketball this year. Um, and maybe it's just their recent history or that kind of what I call a mid tier sec team, which I, I know, you know, this year they were, were higher than mid tier, but I just don't trust those teams. Um, so I see why a lot of people are jumping on, on Colgate. Um, Last I don't know. I mean, Arkansas, but they're, they're athletic. Uh, they can score, they can defend, but uh, I don't know. I, I don't trust Arkansas. So I don't blame people for uh, thinking Colgate here. Right. Not saying I'm going to take it though. The last time we had an NCAA tournament, Colgate took Tennessee to overtime as a two fifteen matchup. Some of those same players on this team, but I mean, you look at Arkansas's schedule and uh, you know, they have great wins. They've been red hot lately. Um, earlier in the year, they did get tested by some mid majors and they ended up winning those games. Um, but I, I remember oral Roberts played them really close at one point. Uh, I mean, they've been, they have been red hot lately, but I had something about Colgate that I thought watching them the past like week or two, I was like, man, I don't want, I don't know who's going to play them, but it's going to be a pain in the ass to play Colgate. Another thing is they run that Princeton offense, which I think for a team, you know, I don't know. I, I just think it's a, it's a tough matchup. When you have Arkansas super athletic, but their style is completely different than what they've seen all year. And I'll say that usually a 14 seed is not uh, is is getting more than nine and a half points. You know, so usually that 14 seed is double digit. You know, by a lot. So um, Vegas kind of thinks that this one could be close as well. Uh, let me get the Florida Virginia Tech. This is the one I'm so curious your guys' thoughts on this one because. I kind of like the Hokies here. Right, right out the gates, I thought this was one of, was one of the toughest games to pick. <laughs> I was kind of going back and forth. I haven't settled on, on a team yet. Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, what do you think, Patty? I would have a slight tech lean here. Yeah, I mean, with with Florida, the they've been banged up all year, obviously with the, with a lot of different issues. But I kind of think Virginia Tech Tech just has a little more upside. It, it feels like you know when, when they're playing good basketball. They're capable of beating some damn good teams. Now I think tech might also have a lower floor, you know, so it's tough where I think Florida kind of is what they are pretty consistent upper middle level pack of the sec, you know? Yeah. But uh, Florida doesn't seem like they have the potential to go deep. And, and quite frankly, Virginia tech doesn't either. I don't, I don't think either of these teams will be alive after the sweet 16 at most, you know? Um, yeah. I think Ohio state has got pretty, Pretty clear path to the to the Sweet Sixteen, if not the Elite Eight. Are, are you just gonna write off Oral Roberts just like that? I mean, Oral Roberts <laughs> almost. Hey, I know Arkansas. I think won the game by nine, but I, if memory serves me correct, this was like a, a tie game with like I don't know five or six minutes left. Oral Roberts pushed the Razorbacks to the brink. Now Ohio State. I told you, Cleveland State took them down to the down to the wire. You just gonna you're gonna write in Ohio State to just take down Oral Roberts and to take down Virginia Tech or Florida. Well, I mean, I'm not even that high on the uh, Buckeyes. You know, they kind of you know stumbled to the finish line, at least the regular season finish line. They had a pretty good Big Ten tournament. You know, eventually uh, losing there today to the Fighting Illini, but I don't know. I don't. I don't see any other team here going that far. You know, it's interesting though. If Texas Tech gets past Utah State and 
and say Colgate does beat Arkansas, they could have a nice little path. Yeah, because once again, I think this is a pretty easy uh, region here. So um, I think it's tougher on the top side of this region. The bottom side, I think it's very manageable for anybody to to get to the uh, Elite Eight. Yeah, I agree. You get Texas Tech versus Baylor in that Elite Eight. Yeah. Then you got some familiarity there. Yeah. I, I think Purdue could test Baylor the most out of the top. I don't think it's North Carolina. I don't think it's Nova. I think it's Purdue that could give them the Agreed. best game. Um All right, I want to tell you guys that the college experience, March Madness preview or bracketology, whatever the fuck you want to say. Uh, selection Sunday, that's the word I'm looking for. Uh, show is brought to you by BetQL. Looking to get an edge and make smarter bets during March Madness? BetQL's algorithm scan thousands of data points across every t- or every game to find the best bets. Easily find the most profitable bets based on their top betting trends. It's really cool. Your brackets may bust, but your br- your bankroll doesn't have to. Patty, see, head to BetQL.com. Get started today. Head to the App Store or Google Play Store to download BetQL and bet smarter, not harder. Use the code March thirty for thirty percent off BetQL for a year. That's one whole year. BetQL promo code March thirty. All right, guys, only at BetQL. Um, let's 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 get to this. We're almost through this thing. Here we are in the Midwest Conference. The Ally and I, and, and I saw some 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 experts shitting on the fact they gave the CAA a sixteen. Many people thought that uh, that the Sun Belt and CAA should not have gotten 16 seeds. Um, Drexel, Drexel had to get through JMU. Well, I guess they didn't have to get through JMU. They had to get through someone who. Well, they beat JMU, I think, to end the regular season, though. Sons of bitches. So they did get through them. Illinois alone should put you in the top part of the bracket there. Top (laughs) top eight seed minimum. Illinois Drexel, there's no chance of an upset here, right, Nick? No, nah, yeah, I don't think so. And then the one of the most frustrating to me, Loyola gets dealt the eight and gets dealt with a, a matchup against Illinois. I mean, this was brutal. They, they fucking really well, shit against Georgia against Georgia Tech first. <laughs> yeah, I mean they they might they're probably losing Georgia Tech probably now, uh, but uh, just that was a, that was a tough. They gave the they gave them they shit on them they shit on Loyola. That Chicago. is such a good eight nine matchup. Yeah. Uh, you know. I was just talking in the Slack channel. Like, can you remember an eight, nine matchup when you're, when it was like, damn, that's a good game. Yeah. I mean, you have a team that Loyola Chicago and they're a top 10 team in Ken Palm and you have the ACC champion and an eight, nine matchup. It's crazy. I, I don't understand though. Like I don't have this guy. I haven't compared schedules, but a team like BYU, a team like Tennessee, a team like Clemson, I don't understand how they're higher ranked than Loyola Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, t- I totally agree. I, I don't and know. That kind of screws Illinois too. I yeah. mean, it, not, it doesn't just screw little Chicago, but if you're the fighting Illini, you're like, damn, that's going to be a tough round two matchup regardless of who wins. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even if it's Georgia tech. Yeah. I mean, Georgia tech's playing their ass off right now. They both teams have bigs that that'll be an interesting matchup against Coburn. And then but both teams have good guard play. That could really make I mean make it a, a tough matchup for the Illini, but we, I mean obviously we would favor the Illini. But who are you leaning on, Loyola, Chicago, Georgia Tech? <laughs> I might go Loyola, Chicago. It's the hardest um, game of the whole tournament, isn't it? The dude, yeah, this is a tough game here. I mean, because you're right, Georgia Tech with Moses right on the inside, he could give 
real problems to Krautwig. Um, and, and, but you know, Georgia tech was celebrating that ACC tournament so much. Yeah. Yeah. And I saw tweets even today from like Alvarado saying, woke up a champion, you know? Yeah. I, it just seems like right. they just put everything into the ACC championship. Uh, Meanwhile, little Chicago has kind of been there before been there, done that Yeah. kind of more, more business, more business like, you know, uh, winning the um, uh, Missouri Valley. So it's a tough one. I guess I'm going to lean Loyola Chicago and Georgia tech is a team that, you know, lost to Mercer and Georgia state. So some of these mid majors have given, given them some hard times this year. Um, Patty C you're going to go ACC there. You're going to go with the Ramblers. So Loyola Chicago is the number 30 overall seed Georgia tech, the number 34 overall seed. Uh, yeah. The only game that has two closer seeds to each other is that, uh, uh, Oklahoma, Missouri game. So Right there, st- uh, stats would tell you that this should be probably the closest game in the tournament. I, I agree that stylistically, it's hard to tell the difference. I and yes, what you guys just said, uh, Georgia Tech. I don't know though. I don't know that they're like you know resting on their laurels at this point. I don't, I don't know that they have achieved all that they. Maybe they just celebrate and you know appreciate the moment and then have a, the ability to turn it around. I do know that Loyola Chicago, you would think, would have bigger expectations than oh, just getting the fact the they gave him the eight seed. I was bitter at that. A little chip that. on the shoulder right off the bat. Um, yeah, I'll take Porter Moser over Georgia Tech's coach that, as a coach that's too. For sure. That that's one thing that I don't think any of us can argue. Um, all right. Tennessee, Tennessee. This is an interesting matchup. Tennessee is a weird team. All right. Can we all agree that, uh, that the Vols, I don't even know how they get that, that a five seed personally, but they get Oregon State. Oregon State red hot. Nice beaver. And and here here we go. Um Oregon State, uh, probably the best story. One besides Georgetown from from uh, conference tournament week, uh it was great to see. They were projected last in the Pac twelve. They uh win the conference, get in the tournament. Uh Wayne Tinkle, great, great name, by the way. <laughs> Very and, uh, so. and uh, some people are speculating the way that Oregon state can score the ball. <laughs> we might have a live dog here, Nick. What's your take on this game? Well, look, once again, the top half of the, of the Midwest, you have the big 10 champion. You have the ACC champion, the PAC 12 champion, the big 12 runner up in Oklahoma state and Tennessee who has two lottery picks. And you know, spring the two the two freshmen for Tennessee, Springer and, and Johnson, I think are projected lottery picks. Uh I think I might go Oregon State. I don't trust Tennessee. I don't trust uh Rick Barnes in the tournament. Um uh, if you read my column that dropped today on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, I mentioned the um coaches with at least I think it was at least twenty uh, games coach in the NCAA tournament, the coaches with the lowest winning percentage. Uh, Rick Barnes was right there at the top of that list. Um, so I don't know. I might go Oregon State here. This, this is this, uh, in this five, 12 matchup. Maybe I go with the, the 12 here, but I mean, Tennessee is much more talented. So just be careful. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be an interesting matchup. Then you got Oklahoma. I mean, Patty C, do you have Tennessee, Oregon Tennessee State? With that one. You got Tennessee. You're going to go, you're going to go chalk. Then Oklahoma state. Against the Flames of Liberty, Liberty, a team I think, if memory serves me correct, was it Liberty that beat Purdue earlier this year? Could the Flames be a live dog against Cade Cunningham and company? Did they beat Purdue or they just cover? 
Maybe it was just covered. They, no, they, I think beat, the, they I, beat Mississippi State then. They beat they they beat some. That's power. what it was. They covered okay. the first game against Purdue. Then I think they beat Mississippi State. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The Flames can play a little ball though. I think this is their third conference tournament in third in three years. I mean, just a horrible draw though, right? How how is OK State a four seed? I was thinking about this. They should have been a three. Should have been a three seed in my opinion. OK State. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. I think Liberty could have made some noise here. I think this is a bad draw for them. I, I do expect the, the Cowboys to cruise 10 and six in quad one, like unbelievable performance against great teams this year. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're really dangerous. I think they're going to, if Tennessee gets by Oregon state or whoever wins that game, I think they're going to get smacked by Oklahoma state. I was mentioning though, also that Oklahoma state has their, their first of all, they're very young and they don't have very much NCAA tournament experience whatsoever. If, if any, I, I, I didn't do that much of a uh, deep dive into it. So just uh, usually you're looking for some tournament experience. If you're, if you're picking a school to go far, I don't think they have any problems against Liberty, but, and I, I think Oklahoma state actually makes a sweet 16, but that's probably the end of their road. I'd I say think they, they could be a really dangerous matchup for Illinois. Yeah, really dangerous yeah. matchup for Illinois, but um, we'll get to the other part of the Midwest here. But before we do, I want to tell you that the college experience is brought to you by Odds Crowd. Yes, are you the best hoops better in the country when it comes to college basketball? Well, Odds Crowd is challenging you to prove it with their free March Madness fantasy betting contest. There's eight thousand dollars in cash prizes up for grabs, and less than a hundred players joined to the date. Um, to this date, I'm saying. So here's how it works. You place risk-free fantasy bets throughout the tournament against real odds and lines, and the most profitable players rise up the leaderboard. If you're in the top three at the end, then you win a share of $8,000, guys. I mean, come on. Starts right before the uh, the first four tips off, so uh, get these things in. Uh, it's graded based on units in profit. The most units in profit at the end wins the cash. Players can uh, play as many, you know, or as few picks as they like. One, two, or three unit picks. Money line, spread, and totals all available. And Odds Crowd isn't just fantasy betting contests. It's a social app built just for sports bettors. Free to download. You can uh, live group chat with other bettors, track your bets, set up private betting contests with your buddies, and much, much more. Download the app for free or go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash odds. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash odds. I also want to tell you guys the college experience is brought to you by PixWise, helmed by a team of trend-watching, data-devouring sports fanatic wise guys giving you the who- how and why behind every prediction on every game, every day in every sport, all for free. Pixwise presents the capper contest to follow the likes of John Rothstein, Rashad Phillips, Jeff, Jeff Nadu, and six other experts all competing for $10,000 uh, winner takes all prize. Follow the action for their free picks and analysis every day of the big dance by visiting pixwise.com slash March madness. That's pixwise.com slash March madness. Okay, here we are in the final little bit of this before we get out of here. Well, after this, we're going to, we're going to do a couple more predictions, but San Diego state and Syracuse, the Syracuse gets in and I got a feeling the basketball gods are going to call our gals to flush the toilet on something that shouldn't have been an 11 seed. <laughs> Nick, do you, do you, do you actually like Syracuse to make a run here against San Diego state? They have a chance of winning this game. Um, do they? Uh, yeah, I think so. I I think Syracuse doesn't match up well athletically. 
Now, San Diego yeah. State can struggle to score the ball at times, but Syracuse, right. in a way, reminds me of uh, in, a little bit of Utah State, which San Diego State just beat. Now, I know you, you could say, well, Utah State beat them twice earlier in the year, but San Diego State did not have Matt Mitchell those games. Yeah. Um, Syracuse is also very shallow. I think they only got run like six or seven guys. Um, I'm going to go San Diego State here, but look, Syracuse with Buddy Beheim. It might be a little magic there. I don't know, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with our gals, the Aztecs. Patty C coaches sons in the tournament. You got to figure maybe there's a little, what other coaches sons have, have, have torn it up. All I know is Bryce, Drew. Bobby Hurley was he? uh, yeah, but he wasn't his own coach's son. No, but it, uh, yeah, but who, in his own, yeah, Bryce drew again. Yeah. Bryce drew Bobby, Hurley. Uh, the dude for Georgia state. <laughs> yes. Ron Hunter's son who hit the game winner. What was that guy's name when he fell out of the uh, chair? Uh, something Hunter. <laughs> nice. I like that. Uh, I forget his first name. His name was a uh, coach's son too, right? Who's the uh, old? Was it Randolph Childress? No, who's the weight guy that? Uh, oh, uh, was it a Georgia Tech? Guy no, 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 no. It was Wake's coach as the UMBC coach. His name is uh, Ryan. What was the? What was his last name? When they had Randolph Childress. No, I'm Odom. Dave Odom. R- Ryan Odom is UMBC's Dave, coach. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Right. But uh, here we are, San Diego State, Syracuse, Patty C. Are you going to go with the orange? No, I'm not. Okay, you're going to go with Matt Argyles all the way. Matt Mitchell and company. Okay, West Virginia. Now, Nick, this is one that I actually think. I think this game could be more than this. This is one that stood out to me. I know you said, well, you use this as an example to start the pod. I think Morehead State could give, could really give West Virginia a game here. Well, I think it was last week you mentioned that West Virginia hasn't really blown anybody out. You yeah. know, uh, even like the you know the West, bottom of the yeah. Big Twelve, whether it's K State or TCU or Iowa State, everybody's played within like eight, ten points or something like that. Western so Kentucky, some, when they played Western Kentucky, it was a close game. Yeah, too. yeah. So, so what, right now, West Virginia, West Virginia's favored <laughs> by twelve and a half. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I want to do a little bit more research on Moorhead state, see what they did before conference play. If anything, um, I think more Moorhead state has a chance to cover that. I don't expect them to win. Patty C you're going to go with West Virginia just to roll Moorhead state. Uh, I think Moorhead might give them a, a run. They might get that cover. I'm not, you know, certain one way or the other. I don't have a great feel for that. I just don't know enough about uh Moorhead. All I know is that Bob Huggins has never been a tournament guru. And so I always, even though I love the guy, I worry about them. And uh, Jarrett Culver, I don't know if this is an all inaccurate kind of uh, comparison, but he he gives me like a Thomas Robinson vibe, kind of just a, a freak, super tall athlete that's running around the floor, like doing things. It re- works well in college. It's not necessarily going to transfer well to the pros. Who knows? Maybe it will. But that's what I see when I see him. I think that that guy can be a, a terminator in the, in oh, the tournament. I th- yeah, I think he can too. You know, but and then with McBride, it's an extra level. I, I mean, I think West Virginia gets the win kind of easy, but you know, that's a big spread. So Moorhead might have enough to cover it, especially because Huggins has had his struggles traditionally. I mean, he's what like fourth or fifth all time in wins in college basketball, somewhere in that range, right? Two and only two Final Four appearances. One with the uh, what Damon Flint in Cincinnati, and That's then one at West Virginia. Unbelievable. Let me, I'll, I'll pull that up. But I think, it, I think he's close to. He's certainly a top ten all time wins coach. Uh, uh, I think Moorhead State's a potentially live dog here, but uh, let me tell you this, buddy. Clemson Rutgers is a true defensive shit fest that we're gonna get. <laughs> this is. This is one where it might be 45 to 43. Um, Eileen Rutgers. 
I don't know about you. I lean Rutgers by a lot, actually. I think Rutgers is just the better team, but I, they're they're both kind of mirror images of each other to me. Yeah, no, I agree. I'm on Rutgers also. Um, I'm just not a big Clemson guy. Um, I, you know, Rutgers. We were we were high on them in January. Then we kind of cooled off as they cooled off. But I think they can beat Clemson here. I think uh, I think they'll lose to Houston the next round. But I think yeah, I think I lean Rutgers over Clemson. Well. Well, I don't get bring the cold, but <laughs> what's amazing is after like ten failed words, he fails like five. More. And then he said like head cold in there. I'm like, what is that? Is he's trying to explain himself as having a fucking head cold? I mean, I, just so good. Well, well I don't get yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't catch head cold. No, no, no. Hold on. Ready? Listen. Well, well, I don't get bring the head cold, but they're <laughs> oh. okay. I guess maybe I don't know. Or he's got to bring it home or something. I don't fucking know. Here, um, I, I was uh, hugging the number thirteen all time, eight hundred ninety nine uh, wins. So next win number nine hundred historic moment. He's only two or three behind Bob. I Knight. think Morehead State might deprive him of win win, win number nine hundred. Oh, all right, get that barking dog. Emoji ready, buddy. Emoji, N- not emoji. Sound. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Let's get to the next one. Clemson Rutgers, though. What do you think? Are, are you got to lean on that one. You're gonna go Clemson. You're gonna go Scarlet Knights, Patty C. You know, I'll go. Uh, I'll go Scarlet. I'll go Scarlet. Right. R- Rutgers is. Uh, I mean, what's they've the, been what's up the and down all year, I'm, man. I'm, At just, one point, I was convinced Rutgers was like a. a, a this is the seven ten game. Okay. I was convinced Rutgers could be like a, a, a Sweet Sixteen team. At one point, now I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they compete like still, but Clemson, they're, they're kind of like the same level to me a little bit. Yeah. They're kind of mirror images to me, man. They can't shoot w- incredibly well. Uh, Should be a fun game to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Houston. And then the, to round this thing out, Houston, Cleveland state, Cleveland state getting 20 points, guys. I'm just going to go ahead and say sprinkle some on the money line. <laughs> All right. Are Could you kidding me? You think more? so? Dude, my Vikings have never wronged me. All right. This team's got heart, compassion, championship DNA. Compassion isn't necessarily the trait <laughs> you're looking for. Uh, yeah, you want like killer instinct, not compassion. Yeah. Like, let's blow these guys out too much. Let 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 them uh, make a couple shots here. <laughs> when I think of Cleveland State and each one of their players, all American son of a bitch. That's what I think of. Like, they're gonna give it to Houston. Catch a twenty. You're a fool if you if you're not if you're not taking the twenty. Dude, you know what? Everyone. Not that it would apply here, but a couple weeks ago when you first got the soundboard, you did the Al Pacino the the great ass yeah. soundbite. You still have that on there, right? Of course. That's a classic. I mean, I know you got to find a way to use it, which which you know might be hard to do in a a, well, a college Kobe basketball a pod, fucking... but just make sure it's still on there because it's classic. No, 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 dude. There's always ways to to. I mean, come on. Like, are you, are you kidding me here? Look. Bye. Hit me with it. All right. Well, look, when we're talking about Rick Patino and Iona, the first thing we should break down is. Why do you get mixed up with that bitch? Because she got a great ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, are you guys going to take Cleveland State in the 20? Nick, are you going to take the 20 points? <laughs> I'm, I'm tempted. Yeah, I'm definitely tempted to take the points. Dude. I think Houston wins, though. Houston just was up by like 40 against Cincinnati in the conference championship. Well, game. Cleveland State's better than Cincinnati. Fair enough. But. Kenyon Martin's not walking through that door, Pat. True, <laughs> true. Unfortunately, that he's not. Nick uh, Van Exel's not walking <laughs> through that door. Houston's nasty, though. Yeah. Okay. Well, look. 
we're all taking Houston or well, uh, Petty C's taking Houston minus the 20. Um, but look, I want to tell you guys this before we get to which one seed we have losing first and our, on what higher seeds we have winning gun to our head, at least a couple of them we have to pick. I want to tell you guys that the college experience is brought to you by better than Vegas, better than Vegas. Yes. It's like YouTube, but for what hashtag DJs only care about, which is sports betting better than Vegas is running a free bracket style capper contest with a chance to win $5,500 to enter. Just go to better than dot Vegas. And don't forget to let them know that SGP sent you. And don't forget to go to sports slash BTV to subscribe to our better than Vegas page today. You'll get an alert every time we post a video at sports slash BTV. And also we're brought to you by better edge. Better edge allows you to buy and sell betting positions like a stock market. Since you're buying positions from other sports bettors, there is no house. This is legal in more than 40 different States post the plays you like and have someone at better edge marketplace. Take the other side. It's really cool. They have a ton of other free, uh, fun contests against the spread as well. Uh, sign up today at betteredge.com. Use the promo code SGP for a free $10 play. That's better edge. B E T T O R edge.com promo code S G P. Um, before look, I, I we're going to get out of here in a minute here, but I just, I just want to know what one seed let's get to it. What one seed do we have going down first, Nick? A week ago, week and a half ago, I didn't think I'd say this, but uh, I'm about to now. I, and, and a lot of it does have to do with the injury delivers, but I guess I'm going to go Michigan. That's my, that's my answer too, Patty. See what one seed do you have going down first? I would have to agree with that. Okay. So that was really uh, compelling. <laughs> <laughs> How about quick final four picks? Uh, quick final four, four picks. Let's, let's, let's get it going. Well, money. I want to throw a little stat out here that David Teal just shared on Twitter. Uh, this is the third season in which uh, five teams from the state of Virginia have made the NCAA tournament. The first two times that that happened, one of them reached the final four. Mm. Oh, mm. I don't think this year is probably quite the same, but well, you never know. Liberty's got a shot. Um, <laughs> I don't like, I don't like what you're suggesting about the Wahoos fi- final four predictions. I'm going to go Gonzaga for sure. Now Gonzaga. Uh, give me, give me Gonzaga. Give me who am I taking in the East? I'll tell you who I'm taking in the East. I'm taking UConn to make the Final Four, Nick. Woo! Give okay. me the Huskies in the Final Four, and and then in the South, I will take. Uh, I'm going. I'm going Baylor. <laughs> and in the Midwest, I am going with Oklahoma State. Wow. Okay. All right. All Oklahoma right. Oklahoma State. So I'm going. Yeah, the two easy brackets. I'm. The, the, that's going to be my two one seeds: Gonzaga, Baylor, East. I'll take Alabama. Midwest. I mean, I, I liked the Illini, but maybe they just blew their load winning the Big Ten championship. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, give me the other school from the Big Twelve there, West Virginia, to make it. Wow. That, that was actually one I said a couple of weeks ago. Kind of like that angle too. But yeah. We'll see what Huggy Bear's got up his sleeves. Patty C, you got a final four for us? Ooh. Well, let me say this. Okay, coming out of the West there, you guys didn't give Virginia a lot of credit. And I will say that this if there's one coach that is from an X's and O standpoint, maybe capable of making some adjustments uh, that'll be different from the beginning of the season when they got their ass totally kicked by Gonzaga. I think uh Tony Bennett may have a couple adjustments to make that game closer. Um and Virginia, I think, has gotten better as a team since then. 
but I still think Gonzaga is so nasty that they're definitely coming out of that bracket. Um, out of the South, gosh, that's tough. I'm not going to turn my back on Baylor after what they've done so far, but I will say Purdue and you heard it fucking here. Colgate, uh, a threat to, uh, make some noise. And then love uh, it. out of the East, I got, I got the Bonnies. I got the Bonnies. Wow. All right, man. I like it. St. Bonaventure. St. Bonaventure. Does Michigan? Well, what happened was. Wait, wait. I'm sorry. I wasn't trying to <laughs> click through that one. Why? Why do you let me explain the St. Bonaventure thing? Because Michigan's gonna they're, they're gonna upset. Well, I just think St. Bonaventure. I've been following them all season, and the like I said before, their spreads aren't always huge, but they always you know they're, they're usually within a few points. They're kind of a predictable team as to what you're gonna get from them, and they they fight, and they're just composed. It seems uh, like. Imagine it. if St. Bonaventure beats LSU and takes the, and upsets Michigan, which hey, crazy shit can happen. Then they might draw Georgetown. That right. might be a, a lucky break. And then all of a sudden they They're would have the to play eight. either Yukon, Texas or Bama more than likely. That's where I think they might. Hey, but Hey, crazy. Shit's happened. Loyola, no one called for Loyola to go to the final four. I think I had him going to the, the sweet 16 or elite eight, but well, no, no one, one in the East seems like a fucking can't miss to me, you know? And, and if I'm trying to be, uh, have one, yeah. you know, bracket that has a little quirky thing going on there. I've been on Bonaventure all year. I like them. So give me the Bonnies. There you go. You heard it here first. Okay. Uh, now, and then now Midwest. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you already picked that. Uh, it's it's between Houston and Illinois. I gotta go Illinois. I gotta go chalk on that one. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, let me ask you about this before we get out of here. Give me a double-digit seed to win in each bracket. The one that you think is the highest chance to win in the West, Nick, in the East, in the South, in the Midwest. In the whole NCAA tournament is what I'm trying to fucking say. All right, West, I'll say the winner of uh, Wichita Drake. Okay. I am going to go with, I actually will back. No, 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 no. I'm actually going to say Ohio. Ohio. Ohio! Isn't that uh, Drew Carey? What <laughs> 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 show was that? <laughs> I forget. Uh, Patty C in the West. It, it was the Drew Carey show. Oh, yeah, that, that's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, thanks for clarifying that one. <laughs> Uh, let's go with, uh, yeah, I'm going to go Wichita. Okay. Wichita. Um, Gaucho's catching my attention a little bit, but I think Wichita is the better play. Let's jump down to the East, the high seed upset in the East. I'm going to make a prediction. It's not going to be Maryland. That's the 10 seed. I think we're all going to go Georgetown. Yeah. But man, do I want to put UNC Greensboro close there, but I think we all go Georgetown, right? Michigan UCLA is tempting, but. Yeah. Right now, Georgetown's playing the best of any of them. Nick? Yeah, I was going to say Michigan, UCLA. Okay. Michigan State, UCLA. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, let's hop over to the South. Is it going to be the likes of a North Texas or a Winthrop? Could it be? Could it be the toothpaste company, Colgate? Could it be Oral Roberts or Virginia Tech? Uh, or how about Utah State? You haven't mentioned them yet. Because uh, I knew you were going to pick them, you little bastard. <laughs> I'm That's take, what I got. Uh, I'm going to take the Hokies as the ten, as the as the, the double digit seed to get it done here. Oh, a, a a ten over a seven, really going off on a limb there. Okay, okay, <laughs> you're forcing me to go elsewhere. Give me a. Uh, it's Colgate, actually. What am I talking about? Colgate's the one I like most here. Yeah. Colgate's been getting big spreads. I mean, granted, it's against their own league, but they're just leaps and bounds above it. So it's one of those things where it's like. Do we know how good this team is yet? Yep. Maybe and they are the team that like lays up and doesn't blow teams out as much as they should. And I expect 
Arkansas to get out to an early lead, much like Tennessee did, and Colgate will come battling back because with Colgate and the toothpaste, nothing is over. All right. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's get to the Midwest. The Midwest Conference here. And I'm gonna make side a of the bracket. I can't my, fucking uh, talk. To my Final Four team from the Midwest. Okay, who's your Final Four team? Give me Houston. Oh, he's going Houston. All right, I like it. Uh, so so. Okay, what are we going though as the dog? I think I think do we do we do we go with a do you go with a uh, little Georgia Tech option? Well, they're not double digit. Yeah, they're nine. Georgia Tech is one of the top offensive teams in the country. <laughs> <laughs> Just had to do it. Uh, no, I think I think I think it's gotta be. I think I think Nick's with me on this. I think you're thinking about Oregon State. Nice Beaver. All right, <laughs> right on. Or do we go? Do we go with Moorhead State? Do we do we mess around with Syracuse? Could it be the orange? Orange whip. Orange whip. Three orange whip. Well, if Liberty wasn't playing Oklahoma State, I'd give them a chance. But I think that's probably a easy work for Oklahoma State. I don't think Moorhead's the squad there. I thought you were into getting Moorhead. I am. I think I definitely am into getting Moorhead, but I don't get it all the time. So who are you taking? Syracuse? Uh, taking Oregon State? Drexel? Nick, help me out. Who are you going? Yeah, Oregon State, man. There we go. Fuck it. I'm going Liberty. Fuck you guys both. Liberty going with the flames. All right. Um, guys, this is the college experience. Please, if you can, subscribe. Tell a friend. We're going to have breakdowns on all of these games all throughout the week. I'm telling you, you're at the best place for college football, college basketball. We had a crazy week with FCF football. Couldn't get to it on, on tonight's episode. We'll get to it on Wednesday, hopefully. Um, but please tell a friend. And if you can give us a five-star review on iTunes, you know why you should, because we pick every single division one college basketball and college football game. We've been doing it for four years, been way over 500 each and every season with all of our picks published for free over at sports podcast.com. And guess what? Our lock record is even better than our picks record. And all of that is for free there too. Way over 500. Get over there. It's free money. Um, and uh, yeah, if you can give us a five-star review, because oftentimes sponsors say that's how, you know, they get into business with the podcast. They want to see people engaged talking about the product. So get on over there, give us a five-star review. And if you do take a screenshot, tag me on Twitter at the Colby D and I will send you a free college experience t-shirt. It'll be, you'll be riding around town in some brand new gear. Women are going to find you more attractive, especially after you take my Colgate money line play. And, uh, and yeah, all right. Uh, look at the Colby D is where I am on Twitter. Patty C's on Twitter. Patty C a three, one NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. Check out that article. He just wrote on sports gambling podcast for the best and up to date teams to perhaps win or what was it to, to, to pull the upset. Was that, it's just kind of an yeah. overall tips to betting on March madness. A little bit of that, a little bit of this, you know, check it out. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You want to win, win some money. You go over there, you do that. And next thing you know, you'll be winning cash. All right. So uh, make sure you subscribe, follow all those guys, sports gambling podcast on Twitter at the SGP network, follow them and uh, check out the Slack channel sports gambling podcast. I'm telling you, that's really cool. Everyone in there talking sports nonstop. You want to know about the best ping pong match to bet on in, in fucking South Africa this weekend. I'm pretty sure Slack will have you covered. Get in there. We got you covered for all every sport really. So Slack sports gambling podcast, check it out. And uh, yeah, this is the college experience bracket style. You better start thinking about yours and we out. (laughs) 